You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. With Bongani Bingwa. Email him on bongani at 702.co.za. It's 12 minutes after 4 o'clock. Now, a new book called The Last Republicans, and it's due for release in the coming months. It alleges that former presidents George W. Bush and his father, George H., you know, the bum slapper, have had some harsh criticism uh, for the current American president, Donald Trump. George Sr. apparently calls him a blowhard, and W says this guy doesn't know how to be president. It comes as the country reels from yet another attack, this time in Texas, where a gunman killed at least 26 people after opening fire in a church. Last month, 58 people were killed and more than 500 were injured after another gunman mowed down revelers at a music concert in Las Vegas. Our thoughts and prayers are with the victims and families of today's horrible and murderous attack. This act of evil occurred as the victims and their families were in their place of sacred worship. We cannot put into words the pain and grief we all feel, and we cannot begin to imagine the suffering of those who lost the ones they so dearly loved. All of America is praying to God to help the wounded and the families of the victims. We will never, ever leave their side, ever. All right, joining us now on the line is Vitz Professor of International Relations, Professor John Stremlau. Thank you for your time and good afternoon. Good afternoon. Prof, are these shootings in America likely to cause any change of heart about its gun laws? Not in the short term. I think it's going to take uh, a change in the political dynamics of the country. But this is a cumulative problem that I know popular opinion is opposed to uncontrolled guns. Uh, The one thing I want to point out, however, about the Trump statement is, yes, this is the second uh, major killing by a disgruntled uh, white American male. This one, a young Patrick Kelly, is a young guy. Pollock, who did the shootings of the 59 in Las Vegas uh, uh, in uh, in early October, uh, he was in his 60s. But in both cases, Trump says these guys are crazy, and this is an individual case. When we had the killings in New York, remember, just a week or so ago, it was described as uh, a terrorist attack by a 29-year-old, only three years older than the killer yesterday in Texas, who happened to be a Becky immigrant. And there, Trump said, we've got to raise the barriers to exclude a whole class of people. Uh, I don't think you can have it both ways. Yeah, I think the, the 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 killings that we see of terrorist attacks in Europe do not also have the kind of mayhem that is tolerated by American gun culture, and so it is indeed a political problem uh, in both cases that Trump uh, fails to distinguish in any meaningful way. I'm just curious because, so firstly, I'm thinking of the Sandy Hook incident, and who can forget President Obama's tears in the aftermath? And it had been assumed that they might go a different direction. And yet we know, of course, in February, Trump signed a measure that essentially rescinded uh, that Obama-era rule that was aimed at blocking sales of guns 
for example, to mentally ill people? I mean, how much does this administration or even the Republicans uh, take into account when they think and they unpack these issues when they arise? Well, this isn't um, a a deeply value-oriented Republican issue. The Second Amendment and gun rights, uh, it, it goes back to the what I regard as irrational and 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 at, and at some level, this 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 is embedded in the racialism of American life and the fear of the other. Uh, I and mean, I don't want to make this too philosophical, but I I think that it's true. Obama tried to get gun control, which is popular. The Republican Congress blocked that repeatedly. And as soon as Trump got this election under his belt, he tr- he rescinded that. In, in response to his particular constituency. My hope for the future is that this does not reflect the majority of the American opinion, which is becoming much more understanding of the need to have reasonable gun control, at least as a first step that Obama was talking about, but then to address the deeper underlying concerns that are eroding the capacity of American civic life to, to, to identify problems in communities and to deal with them. That's a much bigger problem. But in the short term, you've got to get the Democrats in control of the U.S. Congress and then get Trump out of the White House and you will make some changes. Whether that'll happen in 2018, next year with the Congress, and 2020, if Trump does survives his term, is anyone's guess. But that's the nature of the problem. Well, talking about whether or what happens with the Democrats, there have been revelations now about Hillary Clinton and the DNC rigging the process to ensure that she and not Bernie Sanders was nominated. How's that going to affect the party? I don't know. Uh, the, the Democratic Party is going through its own internal upheavals, of course, in the aftermath of that shocking uh, loss to Clinton. And Donna Brazil has written this book you're referring to, uh, I think this is a somewhat of a tempest in a teapot. The Democratic Party was not adequately attended to during Barack Obama's financially during Barack Obama's presidency. But then I tend to forget that he rose to the presidency by a populist wave that I think was very encouraging of the trends in the United States. But the parties themselves have had real problems organizing themselves as representative parties the way we think of them in Africa or in, 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 in South Africa. I think that's going to be another part of the revival of American democracy if, in fact, the Trump mayhem and confusion and, and, and misgovernance provokes the public in the United States to throw these guys out and start afresh. Um, it, it, it does point to the kind of revival that was seen uh, in the 1930s under Franklin Roosevelt, but I don't think the country is at a comparable crisis as it was during the Great Depression yeah. to spark that kind of revival. Prof, I have to also ask you this. Trump's approval ratings are lower at this point than any of his predecessors uh, at this stage in the job, in the history of polling, and yet, of course, is now on this extensive Asia tour. How is he being received, particularly in the context of the North Korea crisis still being unresolved? Well, um, the former prime minister of Australia wrote recently, that's Kevin Rudd, that in the space of a year, uh, Donald Trump has turned the United States into the global laughing stock. And I think that the Asian leaders who have their own very 
um, important agendas and have been fairly clear about what it is that they're looking for, uh, whether it's China or Korea or Japan, uh, having lost the, the, the Trans-Pacific um, uh, a partnership idea that Obama negotiated so carefully to get the U.S. into the Asian realm in a, in a, in a responsible stakeholder way, Trump has been backpedaling. I don't know how much he's going to accomplish on this trip, but uh, his, his concentration and his ability to think on policy fronts in a way that would be seriously engaged by his interlocutors is very problematic. But they realize, like we all do, that the United States is still around, and so you're trying to bide your time for a better day at the moment. It doesn't seem like the U.S. is that much of a player except on this Korean issue. And I would hope that there would be a commitment and a reiterated commitment to a diplomatic solution rather than an escalation of the kind of showmanship that he's done with Kim Jong-un so far. That may be a positive that comes out of this trip. But I don't expect a great deal uh, on trade and other issues that seem to be the rhetoric of the moment. All right, Professor John Stremlau, Witz Professor of International Relations, on the line there from Johannesburg. Uh, there'll be more to come on Donald Trump in the weeks and months uh, ahead because, of course, that Miller investigation getting ever closer to the U.S. president.